Hello, and welcome to episode 13 of the Sheffield Digital Podcast. Unlucky for some, but not for you, dear listeners, because we have a special episode. This is a short, one-off type of thing, because um, I've interviewed uh, Mark Gannon from Sheffield City Council. Mark was on the show uh, way back when, in episode two, and um, and he's here to give us an update on Dot Chef and uh, how that's all progressing. Uh, plus uh, the recent nomination that uh, Dot Chef has had for the Digital Leaders 100 list, and finally, and uh, and quite excitingly, if that's a word, um, he talks about uh, the uh, upcoming bid for the urban 5G test beds. So all good stuff. It's only 20 minutes long. I'm going to get straight into it now. Okay. Well, thanks for joining us today, Mark, for this special episode. You're welcome. Nice to be here. Um, you are, uh, well, well, you are our second guest on, on the podcast, um, way back in September last year, 2017. And, yeah. um, and, uh, it's, uh, you'll be pleased to know it's the most popular episode that we've had. That's very flattering. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, at that point there was still loads of work to do. Dot Chef was, um, kind of a, a twinkling your eye, I suppose, almost, although perhaps a, yeah. bit, a bit further on than that. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, yeah, it was, um, yeah, we were sort of in the early stages of developing. It, we didn't even have a name at that point. It was the coalition we were calling it. Uh, so yeah, there was there was quite a bit to do. We were we were planning for the digital conference that then happened. That's right, and that was in uh, November. So what? Just for people who are potentially listening for the first time and might not know what Dot Chef is, could you just give like yeah. a, a brief bit of backstory? I can. Um, 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 so I've, Sorry, and, and perhaps um, very briefly a bit about your role, of course, as well. Yeah. So I've been with Sheffield City Council for about 10 months now. Um, uh, I joined last June and very, very early on, I met with your colleagues, Mel and Chris from Sheffield Digital. And one of the things we discussed was how could we create a better sense of city leadership around the digital agenda um obviously we know that there's lots of amazing stuff happening in the city possibly not as well coordinated or visible as as it should be so one of the things that we talked about early doors was well what what might, might we do collectively to to make that better so um in my role uh, as essentially director of it change and digital for the council i also have a an external role around helping shape the sort of the the city digital agenda so as part of that i thought it would be a really good idea for the the council to partner up with sheffield digital so we became a a um i can't remember what the phrase is it regional partner that's right yep yeah we became a regional partner which essentially is was was a kind of a statement of intent that the council saw this agenda as really really vital for the the future development of the city and we recognised that Sheffield Digital um, had already been doing an awful lot of work um, in the preceding couple of years to to move the agenda forward, and it seemed like we should work together. So, so we we formed that partnership, and very quickly after that, we started to make some plans around what what a digital coalition for Sheffield might look like. That involved us using some work that had already been done, actually. So Chris, in a former incarnation, had done some work around a digital strategy or a smart city strategy for Sheffield, which had sort of gone so far and then hadn't really uh, 
got into delivery. Um, so we took some of that and we've created a, a domain model which essentially describes the city in, in different chunks. Um, so whether that's the economy or whether that's um, people or living and helps us to identify where activity might happen in in those different areas. So the idea being to connect up um, organizations and individuals in the city who are working on the digital agenda um, to, to essentially amplify all of the good stuff that's already happening, make it more visible to everybody, and, and then identify where there might be gaps or opportunities to do some new stuff. So I wrote a blog post, uh, which is available on Medium. Um, it might be helpful to, to stick a link on the, the um, the notes for the the podcast. Yep, no problem. Um, which 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 described that in mm. in a bit of detail. Um, and then last November we had uh, the first um, uh, we call it the first annual Sheffield Digital Conference, which was amazing. It was incredibly well attended by people from across Sheffield and actually from the wider city region as well, because we're kind of agnostic about who wants to come and play as long as. You know, we as a as a kind of city and wider wider conurbation can can make good things happen for the people who live in Sheffield and the businesses who who want to to to, to kind of operate here. So, um, and that conference basically had a series of lightning talks from key digital leaders from the city, some from the university. Um, Chris Diamond did one, I did one, and we had um, we had about 150 people come, and it was an excellent day. There are some videos of the of the conference, which are shortly going to be put up on our brand spanking new um, .chef website, um, which uh, I'll talk about in a second. Um, and the the .chef um, name for the coalition was actually uh, crowdsourced and voted for at the conference, so. We really want this to be a a thing that's owned by the people of the city and the, the organisations of the city. Clearly, the council has a has a role in in supporting and enabling and driving it, but it's it's really a joint effort by all of those companies, whether it's private sector, public sector, and individuals in the city who essentially want to make Sheffield a better, thriving digital place. Yeah, and the the conference was kind of uh, that, that that felt like the right way to to launch it, so that it had that ethos, like welcome everyone in from the start to yeah. have their say. And those um, the, the domains, as we call them, uh, there's there are six or seven, seven seven domains. Um, so people from different parts of the city with different interests could then go and focus on their thing, rather than having people try and you know provide input on all things. It's, the idea was that people know what they're talking about in certain areas yeah. let's get those people so those groups uh, those domains what's kind of come of those i, I know the um economy uh, and the yeah. the people and skills uh, groups are yeah. doing stuff but, but what about the others how's that all going um so uh, the the economy one is 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 far and away the the most sort mature of those and and has met fairly regularly um and is is has got a really good established membership um we're actually now in the process of um, actively um, putting in place the other domain areas. Um, one of the, one of the one of the things that that was um, that we, that I've been looking to try and do is is get some funding for a coordination role for this to okay. to make it to make it um, you know something that that um, somebody can put some actual proper time into because it's with something like this you know 
there's a lot of goodwill out there. Um, you know, I've done quite a bit of stuff and Chris and Mel and, and everybody else that's been involved. But actually, there's no substitute for having somebody who actually can just crack on and, and do some actual work. On and, it. and what sort so, of uh, what sort of person or what kind of um, responsibilities do you think that role comes with? So that, the person um, who we actually we we have a person. Oh, okay. Um, uh, we're just in the process of uh, finalising that, and um, I'm actually meeting uh, meeting the new coordinator today to to set out the the, the kind of role and the, the things that they need to do. But it will be. It will be facilitating the, the the creation of those groups. It will be providing support around the the, the development of projects and ideas and um, helping to maintain the open Trello boards. Um, so one of the things I didn't mention was that as part of as part of Dutch Chef, each of the domain areas has a has a Trello board. Um, the idea being that we want to do things in the open. We want to make things as visible as possible. Um, so. But maintaining that does require some effort. So again, the coordinator will will help to to maintain that and then identify the projects that that may be you know candidates to move forward. Uh, so they will then help work with the different groups to to essentially just you know build a bit of momentum around that activity. They will also help me to increase the uh, the our presence around social media and the web. Um, as I say, we've got a website now built um, or in process of being built uh, we we need some content for that i'm going to be um sending out a, a note soon to the community to ask for their help in that uh, i'm going to be looking for case studies information about organizations um, and other useful stuff that can be put on the website partly for to help other people in the city to know what's going on but for me the Dutch Chef website is going to be our statement as a city of our intent to be amongst those leading digital cities in the UK. Um, so having that website as a, as a kind of focal point for you know external funders, for example, who might want to come in and um, give us some cash. Um, so we would have a, a website which tells our story and, and paints a picture of, of what we're about as a city and gives some really good case studies of projects or initiatives that, that we've been running. So... So the coordinator will will help with some of that activity as well. And one of one of my questions is what can well what can Sheffield Digital do to to help out, but also the digital community in general. People listening to this, I guess provide yeah. provide case studies and, and and content for the site is one thing. But is there anything more uh, more specific? If you're if someone's listening to this and thinks this sounds great, I hadn't realised this was happening. I want to get involved. What kind of things? What kind of plans are in place? What kind of things can people uh, do? So, so, so people can get involved in in the domain groups. Actually, um, it, it's an it's an open door. Um, it's it's non exclusive. So, if 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 there's a particular area of the digital economy, whichever domain you're interested in, that you want to actually um, start to get involved in, um, is it worth I'd as very, is it worth as listing those domains? I, I say that without having them in front of me, which is very yeah, foolish. Like, but. like, like <laughs> <laughs> I should I should obviously be able to just you know list them off without even even having to think about it um but it's uh it's economy it's infrastructure it's democracy people living um how many is that <laughs> i wasn't counting either this is, i'm useless as <laughs> um, transport uh uh that i think that's under infrastructure oh yeah i mean the best the, the best thing to do would be to to uh, if you're gonna if you're gonna add a link to the the notes um to the the blog it's got the the domain list on there and people can see see what um what domains there are and, and what areas they cover um i mean i'm trying 
in, in defining that model, we're trying to be kind of non-bounded in a sense, because actually, if you look at some of the domains, they they, they bleed into each other. And, and, and that's actually one of the real benefits of the coalition is that, you know, yes, people might want to um, work in a particular area because that's their area of expertise, but actually um, working with and engaging with people from other areas that you may never have done before actually brings new opportunities. And that was one of the benefits of getting such a diverse range of people together at the conference was that, that you know, intersection of different ideas and thoughts. And um, so we, we kind of like to encourage that. But if people want to get involved, um, as I say, there'll be some there'll be some information coming out very, very shortly about the website um, and how people can formally get involved. Um, but if in the meantime, people are have a, a, a huge interest in a particular area around the digital economy and want to get in touch with me, I'd be very, very glad to, to hear from them. And then we can talk about how they can get involved. And are there any plans for a second digital conference? Um, yes. Uh, we kind of have a first annual digital conference and not follow it up with a second <laughs> annual digital conference. I, I did think that at the time. I thought, well, we're, you know, this is quite forward thinking. <laughs> um Yes, there there will be a second conference. Um, I'm seeing Chris Diamond on Friday to have a conversation about a number of things, and that will be one of them. Great. Um, and uh, the the project or the initiative um, Dot Chef has uh, been nominated um, in the Digital Leaders 100 list awards. It Is has. that the, the right title? Seems like it kind of a list yes. of some awards. But um, how did yeah. that come about? Um, it, I I got an email. Um, or actually Mel from Sheffield Digital got an email to say that Dot Chef had been nominated in the cross-sector collaboration category. Uh, it was there that you don't know who nominated. So it was a, it was, it was a real surprise and a, and a really, really pleasant surprise that somebody had taken the time to, to nominate Dot Chef for, for a digital leaders award. And, you know, the, the, the benefit of that is it's a recognition of, of the stuff that, all of the people in the coalition are, are doing and it's a recognition of Sheffield as a city where we can collaborate across sectors. So I was really pleased that, that it was nominated in that category. I still don't know who did it. So if you're listening, thank you very much. Um, and the, the benefit really of being nominated for something like that, even if you don't win, is is just increases the visibility to the rest of the world about what we're doing as a city. And just, you know, we'll talk about 5G, I think, in a second. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it just helps us paint a narrative around the kind of city we are when we're bidding for funds to come in and um, to have people come and invest in the city, whether it's around, you know, broadband or 5G or, or whatever. Um, I think having that nomination is, is just a really powerful message. And um, that's, a, that's a perfect uh, way to move on to the, the 5G. So, um uh, you're currently um, well. You can tell us what stage you're at, but uh, Sheffield is yeah. uh, bidding for the urban 5G. Yeah. Um, stuff. You go ahead. <laughs> don't get you're getting too technical. I know. I, just, I don't. I, I don't want to solve. Uh, I don't want to sort of confuse you with my my technical knowledge. <laughs> so um, yes. So the DCMS, which is the Department for Communities, um, Media, and Sport, have money. Um, to invest in 5G test beds. So that's the word. Uh, that's the word I was looking for. Test beds. <laughs> <laughs> um, they've already they've already given some money to a number of cities around the country, um, smaller amounts um, to test in very small geographical locations. 
they have recently issued a call under the Urban Connected Communities 5G Testbed Fund uh, for or a single urban area. Now they're after a single city to be a 5G city. So this is partly about, I think, governments wanting to demonstrate that the UK can um, produce a, a, a city um, using the latest technology and test lots of amazing innovations to, as part of the industrial strategy and part of improving productivity. Um, you know, this may be related potentially to demonstrating what life after Brexit might look like. Um, but uh, whatever the rationale from government, um, there is potentially up to 100 million quid to invest in a single place. So, um, again, the fact that we've got Dot Chef was was something that enabled us to confidently say, right, we think we can bid for this because we have the partnership in place to be able to demonstrate to government and demonstrate to ourselves, actually, that, that if we did go for this and won it, we could actually deliver it. Um, so uh, the the call came out very, very recently, and we've, we've decided um, it has to be led by a local authority. So we've decided that we will lead it. Um, the geography that we're going for, actually, is um, Sheffield uh, City, not just city centre, but the whole city. Um, and we're going to include the Advanced Manufacturing Park and the centre of Rotherham, as well, so that will be the urban area, the sort of wider conurbation with that innovation corridor to the AMRC, um, and that that will be the geography that we're going to go to. Obviously, the difference with between your your listeners might be saying, well, what's different with five G? It's it's the um, it's the closeness of the the, the transmitters. Four um, G, they are much further apart. Five G, they are very very tightly um, and closely. Um, deployed so that uh, you have essentially an always-on connectivity across the whole city. This is why it's important for, say, autonomous vehicles because you need to make sure that you know if your autonomous vehicle is talking to a control center, that you know you've got you've got the connectivity to to make that happen. So we had our first meeting, uh, kickoff meeting on Monday with partners from across the city. That included Sheffield Digital. That included. The teaching hospital, both, uh, both universities, the AMRC. Um, and we're also talking to some key private sector um, partners in the city as well. Uh, we think we can put together a very compelling bid. Um, and uh, within uh, in two weeks, we're off to London for um, a session with DCMS as part of the process of application to understand a bit more about kind of you know how they're going to assess and, and what that process looks like. Um, so. It's a, it's a really, really tight response time. Um, we have to have our bid in by the 5th of June. So uh, so it's all systems go at the minute. Um, and I'm really grateful for the support that partners across the city have already started to um, to give for that um, that bid. And uh, yeah, we think, we think it would be a game changer for the city if we were successful. It would bring in investments um, in the digital sector that would be absolutely phenomenal for the city. So uh, we, we had to go for it. And this is the sort of thing that Dot Chef was set up for, isn't it really? Indeed. I mean, as I say, it, you know, pre Dot Chef, we, we might have been able to think about going for something like this, but I'm not sure we would have had the, the, the kind of the obvious um, connected um, set of partners who we could very, very quickly get together and um, have a discussion about doing something like this. Um, and Dot Chef has, has enabled us to to very quickly 
say, yeah, we're going to go for this. And actually, we know who the people are who can help us to deliver it. Absolutely. Well, thank you. Thanks for uh, giving us this update. It's, uh, that was full of really, really interesting stuff. And it's really good to hear that it's all progressing and going well after the, yeah. initial, the initial burst last year. Yeah, thanks, Ian. And uh, yeah, look forward to seeing whether this performs better than my first podcast. <laughs> well, I'll be sure to let you know, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. Good to talk to you. Cheers. Thanks.